When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On today's show, I take aim at Fairweather United fans, we ponder whether Lee is actually Chris Sutton in disguise, and Tom helps us reminisce about the greatest moment in Premier League history. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 26 of A Pod of Two Halves. Eh? Someone's in a good yeah. mood. That was right, wasn't it? Yeah. A little bit, of, little bit of musical joy for your, for your, well, for, for the your start of the show. Oh, we're not singing, are we? Yeah, you've got to sing now. Woods, off you go. Uh, no, i got nothing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Hello, we are back once again, episode 26, as we said. We are here a day late, a day later than planned. I can only apologise from the very bottom of my soul. Yeah, I'm here with Lee, though. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, thank you. Yeah, well, I just banged on the table. Yeah, I moaned at these guys. Right? <laughs> I moaned at these. I moaned at Lee here for for banging on the table. I just did it. I just did it. And um, Lee's now got a smug face. Yeah, well, whatever, Lee. So, what did you do today, Lee? You went. For, you, you did two things, didn't you? You you broke your personal best for a 5k run. I did indeed. Well done. By how many seconds? One. One second, but One it all counts. Whole second. It all counts. Mate, there's a line from the Fast and Furious, yeah. Well, I never forget. It doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile, mate. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wins a win, yeah. And you've just done it by a fucking second, mate. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Um you did another thing today. How's your teeth? <laughs> yeah, I went to the dentist, mate. Cheers. Went to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> First time in a long time. How was it? And but... how was it? Yeah, they it was positive. Oh, that's Quite good surprised. news. Yeah, yeah. Considering I smoke as well, really, you know, they were they were fairly fairly pleased. No fillings, which surprised me. Hey, that's a win. That's Considering a win. Considering sweet tooth, that's boy. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, you sweets do eat sweets. Eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the it. old sweet tooth collard over there. All refreshers and love hearts are my downfall. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're obviously here with Tom as well. What's yeah. going on, man? You all right? Yeah, good, man. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Recording on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, I know it's devastating, isn't it? Hump day. 
hump day. Well, you know what? You'll get over the hump if you listen to the show. <laughs> Some, eh? Something like that. Some of that. We're going to cover a few things off today. We're going to cover a few. I think it's more about the, the fact that tomorrow is Mikey's hump day. Whee! Whee! <laughs> yeah. <all right>. Um, <laughs> so we've got. Hang on. I need to find out. Find my notes. Yeah. See what we're talking about today. Yeah. Don't don't come in and interrupt me, guys, because that's gonna it's gonna really anger me. So we're gonna talk about bowl jobs. Yeah. Yes. Let's this in light of uh, a certain red scoused team. Maybe choking a little bit. They've choked early, choke. mate. They've Chokers gone. They've choked so early. It. It's February. What are they doing? <laughs> How are you bowling in February? That's next level. I think you've been a bit harsh, mate. No, they're done. They're finished. It's, it's, it, Klopp is talking absolute nonsense at the moment. Okay, I, mate, I, I, I get this, mate. But you, you Woods, who I'm looking at right now, mate, you're 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 chopping and changing week after week, like. A few weeks, literally a couple of weeks ago, you you tweeted something about you know the the, the title race was over. You Liverpool it won the be, league, but they're choking. How are you having a go at me? I didn't expect Liverpool to choke. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's great that you know what's happening is happening, but I still think we're getting a bit too premature. No. Let, let's wait until they've choked a little bit more. Right, their fans have gone, mate. <laughs> their fans have gone. They like, they've already gone. They're already writing it off. It's, it's Wait, amazing. The, it's the amazing. nerves at Anfield. They are three points clear still. I know exactly where you're coming from, Lee. 100%. They're three points clear still, right? Uh, admittedly, City can go top tonight if they do beat Everton. Um, but City have... And that uh, cranks the pressure up more. It does, yeah. Um, so it's a pressure game for City tonight. Away. Is it away at Goodison? It is. You know, it's, it's not an easy place to go, but... Fancy some handballs there, mate. Under that, under the lights, <laughs> mate. There's no chance we're getting nothing from. Yeah, this game. I mean, admittedly, I think City will tonk them, but um, it, it, they still go back to the top. I think on Saturday, and City play Chelsea, and Chelsea will play City hard. Um, they're, they're a team which tend to rise to their opponents. Um, they, they're still top by three points at this moment in time. Yet their fans are like writing it off, bottled it, bottled it. Mate, they're, in they're, the um, maybe the they've learned the lesson. The post-match interview that Klopp conducted after the draw with West Ham. We watched it, didn't we? And you were all like on your phone. I don't think you were paying attention too much. And just I listened I, a little bit. And I, I, I just banged my hand again. Look at that. And I, I said to you, I was like, mate, he, this guy is talking absolute shit. He's, he's gone, mate. He's absolutely yeah, gone. gone. He was just rambling fucking nonsense. I was sitting there. I was like, what is he doing? Mate, Pellegrini, mate, got in his head as well. Oh, mate, Pellegrini properly. mugged him, mate. Probably mate, the one time enough. Pellegrini's ever done anything. And he's done it, you know... This perfect moment because being obviously he even alluded to being a bit, you know, still a city fan, really at heart. Yeah, the fact that he's fucking over Liverpool. He's, he's he's happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all, all stems from the Dortmund game, wasn't it? When it he does. was manager of Malaga, it does. And they had like four offside players offside. Guy. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Klopp came out and criticized officials, didn't he? But like, you got ultimately, the first goal was clearly offside. The, the lines, I can't believe the linesman hasn't called Shocker. it. Shocker. It's shocker. an absolute shocker. And then in the second half, right there, the death of the game, and uh, Origi, who is also very clearly offside, almost grabs a winner. I mean, could you imagine the meltdown had Liverpool won that game because of two offside yeah, goals? from me. I think from, from the football fraternity. Community. That, no, the, no, no, wait, no. Look, look, dude, all I've heard for a million years is that the neutral wants Liverpool to win the league. That's yeah? complete bullshit. They're the neutral's choice, mate. They've been trying to do it for this one as well, for this t- title Challenge. It's, it's a complete fallacy. That is, uh, we all hate Liverpool. It's, it's maybe not even hate. 
I think the thing is, is that for some of us, United fans, Everton fans, Chelsea fans, there's a level of hate there. I think for a lot of the neutrals, it's just they find it fucking hilarious that Liverpool are going to choke it again because they're fans. They get so whipped up and all it's and Sky Sky whipping it as well. So this is why we, I think, we're embracing the choke. But genuinely, um, Klopp's head's gone. The fans' heads are gone. It's just going to breathe at Anfield. If Even they... Carragher, mate, as well, after the game, after the West Ham game, he, he was deflated. Oh, Carragher was done, mate. He was he, done he, as well, he was, mate. He'd, yeah, he's, if he's they're struggling happen. now, in February, three points clear, just what's it going to be like in April, May? Oh, they'll crumble, mate. They'll crumble. It's incredible. If they, if they make it that far. Can I give you some stats on Alisson quickly? Yeah, yes, please. Yes, please. You, can, can, before you go on, Alisson, this is the best goalkeeper in the Premier League, right? I've heard, of all time, yeah. isn't it? Um, the, the the answer I've had. Um, so Squawker Football, yeah, that's at Squawker. Yeah, that's a really very good, very good account to go and follow on Twitter. They post lots of good stats. If you go on their website, there's an excellent, excellent like stat building database where you can choose fucking players, combine them with stats and shit. It's fucking dope, right? Go and have a look. They tweeted. Alisson has now conceded from seven of the eleven shots on target he has faced in 2019 in the Premier League. No big six keeper has considered more Premier League goals than him this year. Alisson has saved just 36.4% of shots he's faced in the Premier League in 2019. The lowest save percentage among all 20 goalkeepers to have made three plus appearances in 2019. Oh dear. That's Claudio Bravo for me. Yeah, he's fallen off a cliff a bit. <clears throat> mate, that's fucking Mignolet for me. What about? <laughs> <laughs> mate, he's still an upgrade on Mignolet. Yeah, so oh, they, yeah there's no doubt. There's I mean, no we, doubt. Can, we can have a scoff and laugh at them stats, but... Compared to what they had, he's probably been affected. What's going on in front of him? Um, a bit of chopping and changing. Obviously, they're playing Milner back at full back again because they loaned out their reserve right back. Which Good one? What? What? Was, I couldn't understand it at the time, but now Klopp's even kind of thinking to himself, "Am I going to regret that?" I mean, he's even voicing this concern that he's worried he's going to regret that. Mate, Why did you he loan seems out? Mad. He seems like he's gone nuts. You you both caught the David Squires cartoon, oh, yeah. um, which if you haven't Absolutely seen it, brilliant. Oh, it if you haven't seen it, week. find it. It's fucking excellent, right? There's a there's a segment on Jurgen Klopp there, and it basically sums it up. Where he in front of the cameras, he's just this rambling lunatic because he cannot compose himself whatsoever. And then as soon as he gets like behind closed doors, he's just a fucking mess. You know what I mean? Like it look it looks like the pressure is getting to him. And yeah. I'd like to just put that out there into the airwaves because I'm hoping that if I say it out loud, right, it'll affect him even more somehow. Yeah. I hope he's listening to this and now he's thinking he's to himself. To he's thinking to himself, I am a bot job. He'll look at his finals record over the last five years or whatever and he'll be like, holy shit, I haven't won anything. I keep losing. I'm one of life's losers. <laughs> I'm literally a loser. Um, so yeah, the, so the first topic was bottle jobs. Yeah. What you got, boys? Who's done their research? Um, I'm gonna... How many were we doing? Are we, are we doing like a the best five or four or three or no more than I'll just, six? Just bring them up. What, what, who who you believe is the biggest bottle job? Just who who you got? We got we got to discuss some contenders as well. Okay, we? I mean they, they, there's the obvious ones in the Premier League history, isn't there? Exactly. We've got some of the you know the more recent ones which we we we'll definitely talk about. Absolutely. We all love talking about a, a slip and a, a, and slip. a Tony Pudis laughing. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, okay, I'll open up with something a little further away from time and maybe one to put to Mikey as well. Bayern Munich, 1999. Ooh. 
Yeah. That was a choke job. for the treble. That was a choke job. Mate, they completely bowled it, to be honest with you. We had a garbage team out that day. We played Yes with Blomquist in there, for fuck's sake. Like, we didn't have Keane and Skulls. Literally missing... The heart. The heart of the <laughs> team. Like, that's like fucking, um, like, I don't know, Liverpool going somewhere without fucking, like, Van Dyke and Salah or something. You know, mm. it's just like, wow, they're obviously going to lose then, aren't they? And, like... We were shit, right, in that game as well. We created nothing throughout basically the entire match. It was not a good game for us. And they still didn't win. And they were winning with, like, no time to go. They, they were winning from minute, about the 10th minute, yeah. And they went yeah. all the way to the 90th. They hit the bar and Carsten they hit the post. Yanker hit the bar. Um, I think Mehmet Scholl hit the, hit the post with a, with a chip as well. Yeah. Um, and then they were so confident, because this was Lotta Mateus' like, farewell kind of game as well. They were so confident they subbed him off. And he was kind of sitting down. I always remember because he had his socks rolled down and he's kind of chilling. We've got this. It's my Champions League. I'm so happy about this. And it all just turned. I mean, it's an incredible fight back from United, but it's a proper bottle job. It's my favourite memory as a a kid. Sammy Kufor punching the ground. That's the one memory (laughs) I've got. Like The goal's not so much the, the ground, just punching the ground and just that raw emotion, just having something just, just yanked away. Just imagine, though, if you were in that situation, right, where you've conceded and it's one all and there's a few minutes and you, 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 you're so close to winning the Champions League and it's been snatched away from you. you you're just there waiting to be taken again, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, ultimately... Um, fair play to United, also. Buying buy up a reputation of having it in their hands and letting it slip. No... <laughs> You're referring to something more closer to time? 2012. They had it. Um, Does it involve a, a Chelsea, maybe? <laughs> yeah, of course it does. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate, for me, I always remember the game before, mate, with Torres and Gary Neville. Oh, yeah. Mate, that was, for yeah. me, that was brilliant. That's one of my favourite moments. Just well, This is the thing, like, the, 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 the way the, the camera pans. Well, the United come back in, uh, you know, back in 99. As a kid, literally, it's the, it's the greatest thing of all time as a kid. Like, oh, for you, yeah, it must have been. As a kid. It must have been. It was, just, it was just the fight. It was the best moment of of my entire childhood. I, like, I remember going into school the next day, mate. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, just bowling in, mate. <laughs> Mugging off all Delicious. the Arsenal fans. Oh, yeah, to be fair, that's when you hit. You used to be on a Wednesday night, still, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a Saturday shit. I mean, it, whatever. What have you got then, Woods? What else have we got there? So I, I've, I've I've got a really good one actually. Um, and this is this calling is be- it before he's saying it. I enjoy <laughs> the optimism. Here. I, I am opt, and I've got several more. But I'm going to go with this one for a start, just in case someone else has got this. But 2002, Bayern or Bayer Neverkusen, they managed to have a treble in their hands and finish with nothing. They lost the league after having a five-point lead with three games to go. Losing uh, to, I think it was Nuremberg, who were relegation uh, kind of doomed at the time. Uh, they lost the German Cup 4-2, um, and I believe they went 1-0 up in that game. In the Champions League, obviously, it was a little bit unfair. They were at Hampden Park against Zidane and that Real Madrid team. Um, but that was a team which basically bottled the lot. Going into that as well, over a t- span of five years, they finished second in the league four times. <laughs> this this team were pure bottle jobs. And set, I love the man, don't get me wrong, but Balak became yeah. the ultimate bridesmaid because he would then go on to finish the bridesmaid at the World Cup in 2002 as well. Uh, finishing runners-up to Brazil. Uh, to, he didn't play in the final. He 
I think picked up a suspension in the semi-final. But Balak went a long time without winning uh, stuff at Chelsea as well. He, he, he joined... Including a certain Champions League. In, including that as well. Um, he joined at the end of our two-year run of being back-to-back champions. And we went a span of four years without winning the league. You know, so so Ballack kind of got that monkey um, of, of being a loser as well, a choke, <laughs> a bottle job. Uh, but yeah, by uh, by uh, Leverkusen. Um, hey, I'll give you that one. That was a good one. I didn't. Uh, I never knew that. I never yeah, knew that yeah. they were. Now I know the this story. Oh, no, That's no. worse than the Bayern Munich one. Then. Oh yeah, the, the, I've got. A friend, they nailed a couple. <laughs> but I've got a friend at work, um, Kieran. He's a Dortmund fan, and they. I think they're pretty much rivals with Leverkusen. Well, they're one of their rivals of many, and he's told me the stories several times. And yeah, it's just, it must be sickening to be a fan of them in 2002 <laughs> to see a potential treble and win nothing. Oh. Literally nothing. Okay. What have you got, Lee? Um, I think before we go to probably more of the popular ones. Uh, actually, no, no I'm going to go with the Newcastle one, 95, because obviously yes. that is a classic. It is a classic. Love it. it. Capped, obviously, with Kevin Keegan and the, and the famous in, interview. You know, love it. I'd love it. I'd love it. Um, so yeah, um, they are obviously had a twelve-point lead over over United. So again, you're going to be sitting here smug as hell, Michael. Mate, that's obviously season, a good memory for you. The yeah, ni- the ninety-five, ninety-six season is the first season I remember, like properly remember. Mm-hmm. Right, and and the reason why I remember it so so much is that I remember. From the, from the opening day of the season, you'll never win anything with kids. Yeah, fuck you, Alan Hansen. We lost three one to Villa. Yeah. Beckham scored a good goal there. Mm-hmm. Like, did. I, so I had the I've got this book and it's in this flat somewhere now. I think it's down there. I'm pointing over to a bookcase that none of you at home can see. That's fine. Um, I've got like a ninety five ninety six official like review right, and it has every single fuck me. I'm so clumsy. It has every single. It's all game, over the show. <laughs> like every single game with like a written thing, and I read this book, mate, over and over again. I, I love this book. So you've reason. had it since you were a child then? You've had it forever? Yeah. yeah well. and, uh, and I've still got it. I've had it literally, I got it at the end of that season because I remember that was the first season of football I ever actually properly watched Match well, of the like Day. Was it like a shoot or something? No, it's, a, it's an official Man United like bit oh, of thing. Oh, right, like, okay. And at the end of the season, obviously we won the double. It was like Cantona returned from his ban. You know, we beat Newcastle 1-0 and they should have fucking beaten us. We come back from 12 points. Schmeichel had a blinder, didn't he? Schmeichel had a fucking absolute blinder in that game. And like that season was so fucking good at the end of the season, I got the fucking official thing of it. And I've, I've, I know that season like the back of my hand, mate. I love that season. It's like, it's like my favourite thing. Because also, we obviously we referred to the Kevin Keegan, but we know why Kevin Keegan had a meltdown, don't we? Because Fergie. Oh, of course, because he's, he's the master. Master, mate. Got, in, got into his got head. head. Talking we, about the, it was to do with the fixtures and like, you know, Forrest, they put out a weak team. Yeah. Yeah, it was about weak teams being put out. I think it was, it, it was Stuart Pearce, wasn't it? Forrest, I think. I think this is what what really got his got him going, but yeah, I mean, Fergie played a blinder in that one. It's Imagine, interesting. Mate. Twelve points clear in January. Um, signed Festino Espria in January as well. Yeah, um, and then it fell to shit. Uh, Les Ferdinand, I think, scored twenty four goals up to kind of uh, that sort of point there, around 20, 28 games or something. Scored four more for the rest of the season. What was he thinking then, Keegan? Why, why is he? Why is he? I mean, I, I love the Spreer. We all love a Spreer, yeah. I assume, obviously, yeah. for the Liverpool game, it, they were the entertainers. The only way they could win games was by scoring four, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, there's that classic Anfield game, um, uh, and that 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 was part of the the meltdown, wasn't it? The 
uh, fact that they can't... Well, Spree has scored in that. He, he scored did. a couple of goals. He did score a couple of goals for what it's worth. But um, defensively, they were just reckless, weren't they? Uh, they? They would have been a very popular winner. I think that was around the time when Manchester United started to become that, that juggernaut, wasn't it? They'd got the yeah. monkey off their back in 3-4. Um, and they started to roll through. Um, well, this was the season which basically skulls, um, you know, um, the Class Neville's... Class of 92. Beckham's. Yeah, the 92. All that lot. I love this season because Skulls played up front quite a lot this year. He did. And he always scored, like that season, he's, I don't know how many goals he scored, but he always scored them pretty much in twos. Well, he'd never get yeah. a single one. He was mm-hmm. a two. I mean, I mean, those are the days. That's, a, that's, the that's, days. that's a praise one for Manchester United. I've, I've got one where they bottled it, though. Go on then. <laughs> Um, eight points clear, six games to go. Lee, you, you, you'll remember this one. This is Manchester oh. United. Yes, of um, course. Mate, run in, in. Infamous, mate. I, I remember this game. <laughs> the run-in. This, this is the one that culminated with, uh, I believe, the Aguero goal. The, um, and, and we're going to get on to Sergio Aguero uh, later in the show. But this, this is the one where Man United had the title one. Um, they had um, a big game, I think, was it on a Monday night against Man City away? Completely no showed it. Lost one nil because of a Vincent Company header. Lost to Wigan. Lost to Wigan, and then followed that up going four two up against Everton with what about ten minutes to play, mm-hmm. and ended up drawing four all. Four four. Um, Yelovich, Pierna, Fellaini. The they, they were, they, it was a great game. I remember that so well, mate. It was such a good... Cause was my dad round as well, I yeah, believe? I think, I think he was. Yeah. My dad was round, eh? They were all smug, giving it, it all the big... It was amazing and... to think that a Ferguson team would, like, legitimately bottle the league. Because um, that, that's what happened. City almost bottled it on the last day of the season, for what it's worth. And if it wasn't for the fact that the results had come into QPR, that they were safe before the whistle went at uh, the Etihad, um, I still think United would have won the league. Um, it was because QPR my personal opinion I think QPR down tools um, once they realised they were safe and then uh, City bagged the winner uh, late on there they went uh, down to 10 men as well they though. did Joe Barton tries to take one with him as he, as he likes to, to glow about where he's <laughs> just running around trying to fight Sergio Aguero I think um, what did happen though was Fergie recognised where he was weak and went and got himself Robin Van Persie and went and won the league the following year so yeah. he, he might have bottled the league but he did then get to <laughs> Van Persie and then Arsenal had to give a guard of honour to Robin Van Persie as a Premier League champion which you know that, that's pretty good fun mate, that's, that's pretty much one of my favourite ever football moments when, the, when that happened mate I, I was, it, was, it was delightful it was delicious because I remember when I was growing up I was in when I was in my one year of sixth form college, which I failed miserably. There was a guy in one of my classes, mate, who was an Arsenal fan, and he wore an Arsenal shirt every fucking day to 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 to, to college. And I remember we had a bit of a banner back and forth, and he always used to end every bit of banner was, "Yeah, we won the league in your fucking backyard, yeah." <laughs> and it used to fucking do my nutting, mate, every fucking day. And then now it's like if I ever see that guy again, I don't know what his name is, I won't be able to pick him up a lineup, mate, but I'll be able to say to him. Fuck you. How's Robin Van Persie doing with his guard of honour, yeah? Because he won the Premier League, mate. And loaded all of your fucking players for the last 10 years have not. So fuck you, yeah? You got, uh, I'm guessing you've got one, Lee. Well, a popular one or a... A very should, popular one. Should we be nice to Liverpool before we go in hard on Liverpool later on? Go on. Because obviously there's the... Their, their glorious moment. Yeah. Istanbul. Oh, I, what, do they, what do they call it? Then they give it another name? Uh, I, I don't know. Something no, like, no, to do with like no, miracle or something, or oh, or did they just call it the miracle of Istanbul? I don't know. I don't know. They probably write a poem about it. 
There's definitely yeah. a poem about it, mate. There's there's a hundred percent a poem about it, and it probably speaks glowingly about Rafa Benitez, isn't it? Mate, to be fair to Rafa, mate, you must have done something at half time, mate, because you were three nil up and you're cruising, mate. That I I remember being I was at uni. It was my first year of uni, and uh, I was watching it in my room, and there was a, a, a Liverpool fan watching it around the across the other side of the flat. And uh, they were three 0 up uh, Milan at half time, and I went running into his room, giving it the big in, and he slammed the door in my face, and it really fucking hurt because he caught me right in like the you know the head. And then to compound it, obviously <laughs> fucking... we, we all know now that they came back and drew three all, and well, and then took it to penalties where your boy Sheva. Oh mate, he completely. What, what are you doing? A, that's a bottle job. That, that's a bottle that, job within a bottle job because in itself straight bottle job. What are you doing? What are you it. thinking? Mate, the worst two he things about that game... He bobbed it twice in that game. Extra time well, where he smashed the yeah, ball at Dulek's head. The, the, the two things. Vladimir Schmitzer. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I despise Vladimir mm. Schmitzer. He's a fucking little... Oh. Champions League right. one, mate. And fucking, like, did, did Gerard dive? Like, what are you... Yeah, oh, well, it was a I can't handle it, mate. And then Alonso fucking missing it and then just rebounds back Doing to the him. fucking jam that these cunts get, mate. They it's shouldn't ridiculous. have even been there, mate. No, that's the key. Oh, that's the I was key. just the infamous, you know, fourth and fifth Everton. Yeah, that was the that was the ghost goal uh, Anfield, which fucking hell, and they won it. Are you talking about that? The, was Olympiacos yeah, okay. as well in the group stage. I mean, sometimes they they've basically deserve all the shit luck they get for fucking having that glorious run through. What the fuck, mate? Uh, to win the Champions League, mate, you need luck. And you they do. Got I mean, I, as a Chelsea fan, that. I'm very much aware you need to, to have you know some what I mean? luck. Exactly. You know? As a yeah. United fan, mate, you know what I mean? We won the last, the two Champions Leagues I've seen we win, us win. One was in fucking stoppage time from two fucking set pieces <laughs> yeah. and one was fucking on penalties against you lot. Yeah. Because Nicholas and Elka couldn't be bothered uh, to hit he it. He just couldn't hard. be fucked, could he? <laughs> just just probably nah, mucked us off. Uh, can I come in with one before we talk about the popular one? Yes, go there, for it. There's two popular ones. Right. Oh, there's two. There's got, mate, there's, in recent time, there's been two proper meltdowns. I'm intrigued. I'm well, intrigued. Just, I've, I've got the one in my I think I know what your popular one is. Well, of course, and yes, I can't yeah, wait yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. that. Well, shall I come in with my yeah, one, then we'll do, go to your yeah, one, do, and then we'll do the popular I'm one. Just we'll finish d- off with yeah, the popular okay, one, okay, yeah. Okay. So, have you not got Brazil down for the World Cup? 7-1. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. I remember watching that and I was just like, well, we watched, we watched it, together it together and we were like, what? What is happening? Obviously, the final in your own backyard, every Brazilian, every Brazilian was like, you know, thinking this is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had their shirts wet for the funeral of Neymar before the game. That was what wrecked them. Oh, comfortably. They were so emotional before kickoff and the Germans were like, we've got them. And they well, just isn't there, isn't there a famous it. story about... Um, so the German, um, what was it? Uh, the German team at half time basically were told, "Go easy, go easy." Basically, mm. and Schurler came on and was like, "Fuck that, mate!" And he just basically just put them to the sword. He, he like, scored a couple himself. The sword. I see. I remember this World Cup because I started to get really fucking annoyed with Brazil um, and their fans. They started yeah, to get on my tits big time because mate, every time they did like the, the national end. anthem, they do the whole second fucking verse of it like without all the music and I'm like fuck mm. off just fuck off and when they got absolutely tonked by the Germans I genuinely found myself loving it I thought it was one of the best moments in football history that was I thought it was jaw dropping it, oh, absolutely it was I, I still can't believe in a World Cup semi-final on your own soil Brazil got spanked 7-1 
Mate, 11 players had a meltdown that day. They did. They did. David Luiz being probably up there as... Yeah, you know, that's one of the worst individual performances I've ever seen anyone ever have. On <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the tears as well across across the whole of Brazil, not only on the pitch because David Luiz was bawling his eyes Wasn't out. Wasn't there one goal where they took the, the took the kick off, the ball went into the midfield, they lost the ball immediately, and Germany scored, and it was like, yeah. hey, what, what is going on here? <laughs> um, I'd like to. Let's come in with your one. I want to say I'm just going to name the score, but I just wanted to say it because it amused me. Greatly, when we beat Spurs five two, yeah. Oh, was this the that's that five two or was it five three? I think it was five three. There were three up. Five three. It's three up. Yeah, there were three up at half time. No, there was another game we won five two. You're not talking. Oh, about there the was another one as well. There was the, there, there was, was the one. Yeah, on I'm, White talking, Hart yeah, Lane. I'm on about that one. The one with Veron scored. That, that's the one I'm talking about. White Hart back. White Hart Lane. It was three 0 wasn't it? Three 0 up at half time. Yeah, yeah. It's Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Because this is the whole for me in my head. This is where it's. Lads, it's Spurs kind of come that, from. And that is, that is it, isn't it, basically? Yeah. That, that is, yeah. And you can literally picture it as well because it, it's true. <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it's true, literally. I've, I've, I've got a couple more before we go to the, the finale. Um, Gonzalo Higuain, um, although, <laughs> although, <laughs> although he's my boy now, um, Gonzalo Higuain owes Lionel Messi one World Cup and two Copa Americas. Um, he is a proper big game bottler. Um, so I'm not looking forward to the <laughs> League Cup final against Man City where we're relying on Gonzalo Higuain to stay calm in the big moment. Um, and my other one, um, the Dutch national team. Like, I know you won the Euro 88, that's great, but you've lost three World Cup finals. And, um, yeah, one of them, uh, they, they sh I mean, Robin used to be a bottle job properly until he got that yeah. monk off his back for, for Bayern against Dortmund. But he bottled it in 10 against Spain where he had a one-on-one -on -one with the keeper and, yeah, as I said, bottled it. Uh, but you go back to the 70s and especially 74. Um, and it was their arrogance that cost them. They ha they were the better team going into that final. Uh, they were deploying total football. They took the lead after a minute. Was it West Germany? Against West Germany, correct, in West yeah. Germany. Um, they took the lead with a penalty uh, after a minute. The Germans hadn't even touched the ball. They should have absolutely walloped them, but they, they just took their foot off the gas, took it for granted, and then they ended up losing. Four years later in Argentina, a bit of a different scenario. Cruyff wasn't there, but three World Cup finals, not one single triumph. And they don't look close right now either. So that's th those are my two other ones. But um, I think our favourite... Well, probably com collectively our favourite moment of all time. Oh, mate, glorious. I, I still remember this season. Um, I was in the car coming back from some snowboard lessons in Milton Keynes when they beat City 3-2. And I remember being in the car and genuinely thinking to myself, I'm going to have to stop watching football. I cannot deal with this. Because it was just, at this point, it was ramped up big time. Sky... Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. And I was thinking, holy shit, I've got a summer of basically talking about this wonderful Liverpool team. Um, and I, Mikey, you always say that you were confident on this, that they were going to choke it. You always tell me this. We Chelsea went there. Now, Chelsea went there in the middle of a Champions League tie against Atletico Madrid. They, they had nothing to play for in the league because Chelsea, to a certain extent, kind of threw the league away as well. They they were in a really strong position at one point in, the, in that title. Um, and then Mourinho kind of came out with his uh, little ponies comments and suggested that we weren't capable of winning it. Chelsea go Cheers, down. Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, fucking Jose. Uh, so Liverpool, um, five points clear, three games to go. It's done. 
Chelsea are going to Anfield with a reserve team, which included, uh, I think, Thomas uh, Callas, who played, I think, his one and only game for the club. He might have played a couple others. I might be wrong um, at Anfield. And then just the most glorious, ironic moments in football history, in Premier League history. Uh, Steven Gerrard, who I think more than anyone wanted that Premier League medal. I think when you kind of without look at the, doubt. Without when you look at all the Premier League greats, he's the one that hasn't got one, right? I think that's that's fair to kind of look, when you look through. If you created an eleven, and then even the subs, most of those will have, or all of them apart from Jared, will have a medal, a Premier League winners' medal, and for him to be the reason. <laughs> oh my God! Like he must, he must after the, the key, the key, as you said, the, the yeah the after irony, the, after the after, City game was where it, he's, wasn't didn't they no, didn't they give um wasn't it Norwich City a dropping? Yeah, it was Norwich. It was Norwich. They was gave him a big old dick. They gave him a drubbing, and then and he was it did the Norwich it after game the Norwich game. Huddle and said, I thought it was after the City game where they got in the huddle and said, "We do not let this slip. We do not let this slip now." Maybe we'll have to look this one we'll up. We have to look this up. I thought it was the fact that he said the words "slip." We do not let this the best slip. Thing, the best thing was is that he was doing it, and it was such. Oh, it's conveniently in front of the Sky cameras. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you know, here we go. You know, we go. It's like fuck you, and then. And then yeah, it's just it's just the Slipped. most beautiful moment Denver of Bar. all the time. Because the thing is, is the corner beforehand by fucking um, what's his face? No, that's the second goal. Is that the second goal? That's the second it? goal. Espas. 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 Here you go, Espas. Um, yeah. So the slip, Denver Bar one 0 The goal, the, course, the, the, yeah, the corner was Espas, yeah. uh, and Chelsea broke. And the one regret I have is that William didn't square it back to Torres. Yeah, that that should have happened. Because had Torres banged it for two 0 I, I genuinely think they would have just been like complete fucking meltdown. Like the the fans would just wouldn't have dealt with it. I don't know what they would have done. Um, Mourinho on the touchline, bang in his chest. He properly gave it a big one. He had nothing to play for in the game. Nothing apart from stopping Liverpool in the league. Um, they were still in it though. It's crucial to remember they were still in it. Um, so City. And Chris Bull happened. And, right? then, and then Chris Bull happened. Um, Three nil up. They needed goals because their goal difference was um, worse than Manchester City's at this time. So they needed to rack some goals up, like a big goal difference. Uh, three 0 up, and they're feeling pretty good about it. You know, we're gonna oh, we're gonna spank this lot. And then Palace score, and then Palace score again. And before you know it, it's three all, and Luis Suarez is crying on the pitch because it's over. Mate, the the best the, the Gerard best, batting away is, the camera. This is it. It's just like oh, the cameras that were your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Now all of a sudden you're the tables. There's oh. also that Liverpool fan at that game as well at the Palace game. He's got he's got no jawline. He's just a big blob, like a, big, a misshapen thumb. mess. It's like a thumb there. Yeah. It's just, and he's like, <laughs> it's just horrible. His, His face is. He's like he's a grotesque looking man as well. And then obviously Tony Pulis as well. Then the, the <laughs> post match interview. Go on, go on, boys. <laughs> and it's just it's perfect. It's it's uh, it's perfect. Up popped a smiling Denver bar. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it also the season where the famous meme was going out about with, with Brendan Rodgers and? Uh, oh, no, I like that uh, meme. Uh, meme. 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 It's a meme. 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 The, the one where how am I doing, boss? <laughs> how am I doing, doing boss? boss? Yeah. Oh God, mate! The fact they'd fucking painted the bus. They'd, they'd fucking they'd had all the they'd all the banners at the training ground and all that shit. There was fucking all these videos of them singing with one the fucking. Oh mate, in stuff. the pubs, mate, in the just, pubs. And yeah. it's like, oh, you haven't, have you? Oh my <laughs> you've, god. You've, and the, the best thing is, right? Like, if Liverpool win the league this year, like, I kind of would say, 
fine to a degree, right? Because you know they they don't have anyone in that team or they that don't squad. have Gerard. They, they don't have yeah. fucking Rogers for one. With his, I hate Brendan Rogers beyond belief. He's a fucking sanctimonious little cunt, right? Sorry, I don't like Brendan Rogers, right? <laughs> Right. They had Steven Gerrard and they had Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Was Carragher still uh, playing? Carragher was there, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure was Carragher he? was there, yeah, pretty sure oh, he I was. was even better. I didn't I didn't really oh, I thought he? I'm sure he was. Well, no, maybe maybe well, no, because wasn't he in the I studio thought, for the Norwich game? I, the, the I don't think Christo. he was playing, you know. The Palace game. I, think I don't he think he retired the season before. Suarez, I'm thinking the other one was obviously Suarez, because no one liked Suarez when he was here, mate. He was a prick. Well, no, and not. it's just like the fact is they were a detestable little team, yeah. Horrible bunch of dicks. And now, but they were quite entertaining to watch. They were kind of like a Newcastle, like they were quite attacking. They were quite, you know, going forward. They were good. So naive then. Oh yeah, well, ultimately that's what Newcastle didn't win the league. Well, it's Freeman luck, mate, and you. Mate, I love, go, I love, mate. I love the fact that it's like, yeah, man, we'll just get the goal difference. <laughs> yeah, how about you get no, no title? Yeah, how's that? Yeah, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Should we go to the next thing, segment of the show? I think that's a good idea. Quite a way in now, and uh, it's you know, only on the second segment. And Oop. I really want to watch Everton get dicked on by Man City. Okay, let's talk pundits. Ooh. Now, we were having a chat in the, the, the channel the other day, the WhatsApp channel, and uh, one of my favourite things to, to ask these boys when we've had a few to drink, because this is how exciting I am, what would, what would your ideal punditry team be like, you know? Try it yourself. Go to the pub and discuss it with your friend, because it's a really good debate. And now Tom has a list of pundits. And, it's uh, going to help you with your with your... Pub, I don't know shenanigans. Shenanigans, because when you discuss pundits in the pub, that is shenanigans. Yeah, and uh, basically we're going to say whether we think they're a good pundit or a bad pundit. Yes, we are. Ideally, so, I'd like some catchy music, like you know, rate that pundit or something like that. But I don't have the budget. We for got that, it. Unfortunately, you just said it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Wonderful. Um, so I've got a list. Now, apologies if I've missed anyone out here, but I think I've got the bulk of them right. Um, so I split them into BT, Sky, and BBC. Now, admittedly, some of the BT and the Sky boy, um, and BT and BBC boys do cross over a bit, but I've tried to kind of split them into where they two tend to spend most of their time. So we're going to start with the BT lot. All right. So Michael Owen. Not for me, Clive. Yep. Not he's for me, he's Clive. no good. He's just no good, and he's boring. Well, that's the thing. You've seen him do that helicopter course, right? I he's lacks charisma he's the most boring man in the world he's trying to sell a fucking like he's trying to sell a country like Dubai or something like that because he's, yeah. he's one of his sponsors and he's like come and have a look at this and it's just like to be fair if you want Michael Owen with enthusiasm you should go and watch the Neville Southall oh, yes. kid <laughs> Michael Owen as it and this is the thing right There's Michael Owen obviously played for Liverpool he's a, he knows it. He, I don't know is he a legend at Liverpool no they don't no, really know. Not, he, he? Kind of ruined um, it, I mean, he was fucking fantastic in his early years. Though. He, was, he was unbelievable, right? Electric. But there's two moments for, for Michael Owen. The fact is, he scored that goal against Man City for us. Oh, he did, it, didn't he? Yeah. Which is perfect, right? And then the fucking Neville Southall video, mate. That is one of my favourite videos on the internet oh, I love all it. of the time. It's, it's worth it revisiting is, every now and then just to, just to really remember. Is. Well done, he's 14. <laughs> <laughs> or 13, whatever it is. Oh, man, it's so good. So, so good. But no, Michael Owen as a pundit. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Savage. He's growing on me over yeah. the years. But I'm still not fully converted. I, I quite like him as a host. I think he does a good job as a host. Um, on, the pod, uh, on his pod or? 
um, on, on his show as well. I think he does a good job of kind of dealing with that. I think he handles himself very well actually as a host. Um, he's got I, charisma at the end of the he day. Got he's got charisma. I, I, I like Seth. Um, I think in the early days it was misplaced charisma. Yeah. Mm. I think he was trying to figure out what kind of persona or what kind of character he's he wanted to be. He's put a lot of work in. I think he's, he's put, put an awful lot of work, lot of work in, in and, and credit to him because I, 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 this is it. Like if Sav's on, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I have no issue. And the thing is as well, because he's predominantly on the BT studio when he does the, um, the, the like three o'clock games, yeah. there's more dicks next to him. So he, he now shines. <laughs> yeah. He's a golden shining dick. Amongst and we're going to talk about these dicks now, right? Go on. Um, so <laughs> Martin Keown. No. no, 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 wait, 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 no, I retract that entirely, I retract that entirely, Martin Keown is fucking gold, mate, right, so, I don't like, when he's analysing a match, I have no time for him, when he's in that fucking, you know on, on BT Sport on Saturdays, they do the Premier League show after yeah, the game, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. and they have an hour where basically you've got Jake and maybe a Ferdinand and a, and a, and a Keown and someone else, right, when Keown is on that show, he's absolute gold. Because you realise, when he's not talking about something which has just happened, right? So he can give his quick opinion on it. When he's talking about something that he has to think about, like his history and the reasons why he did certain things, or his arguments for, for thinking a certain way, he's completely insane. He is. He's completely insane. He so no, that makes him great? No. He's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious because I, I think he's a parody of a man. Like yeah, Honestly. It, it, and the thing is, like all the other guys are in on it. He's not a good pundit. Let's no, put it that not way. He's pundit. not a good pundit, but I mean, my favourite one is where yeah, there's one sit- word, and that's quality. Yeah, <laughs> everything is just quality. He's got great quality. He, he kind of talks like quite quietly and slowly, like calmly, trying to come across as an intelligent mm. man. It's kind of like he's figured in his head. If I come, if I talk like this, people are going to think I'm intelligent. But like deep down, he's a fucking madman. We're seeing it. Like that fan history story. stuff. Oh, that person still <laughs> that still lives there. My favourite Martin Keown moment is. Obviously, when I think was it Lampard and Ferdinand were in the studio, and he's talking about how on the bus, the Arsenal players would listen to simply the best, and they the, the Ferdinand and, and Lampard killed themselves. That was incredible, I and I, I don't yeah, think mate. he realised how cringe it was to say it. Because basically, they're talking about a winning mentality, right, and going into games and thinking, uh. you know, and and he basically goes, "We're on the coach, you know, we used to listen to simply the best on the coach." And you had like who was the, who was with him? Was it Ferdinand? It was definitely Lampard? Ferdinand. I thought it was Lampard. It was definitely and Ferdinand. And they 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 just sitting there like what? You, are you, that's, that, what? And and Keown is deadpan. He's serious. He's like yeah, that, and that you know that got us that winning mentality. Do you think that's a good that's a good thing about Keown? He can be quite deadpan sometimes. Yeah, like in it's that because scenario, he has he no self awareness. What he's <laughs> yeah, saying, he has no idea. He, he's next, son. Uh, Hargreaves. I don't really have an opinion. No, he's and, and beige, that, and that he's and if you're beige as a pundit, get out. I've got yeah, no time for beige, beige pundits. Beige, yeah. What what, what annoys me about Hargreaves? Because as a player, I was a big fan of Hargreaves. I was all I always liked Hargreaves. And um, when we signed him, I was obviously pleased, and he scored that free kick against Arsenal, which in the you know we did blah, blah, blah. He, he was medical last week. But the issue the issue is right is that he obviously went to City and all this kind of stuff, right? But he. He barely played when, for you. Exactly, but when but no, but when he goes on like when he's on BT and that. Man United is we. Yeah. Uh, like, he's he basically the world's biggest Man United fan. He does talk quite highly of, of Bayern still as well. He does. Yeah, he talk, does. But, I, but no, I completely agree. He I is, respect he's definitely Hargreaves. Man United. I respect Hargreaves as a person and I respect him as a footballer. As a pundit, he's just not. He ain't got just enough a bit charisma there. for me. Yeah, as you said, beige. Beige. Good description of him. Um, Paul Scholes. <laughs> Paul Scholes comes alive when it's Man United, apart from that. 
Yeah, he offers nothing a bit for me. He just kind of like he just rags on on Mourinho, um, and it was fine for a time. He does he does take like you say when it comes to United, he does tend to pipe up with some pretty good stuff. But other than that, he's just boring. I think that with Paul Scholes, I, like I haven't seen him be a pundit on a really good game. And I think if you had a really good game that was on where there was lots of quality everywhere and it was a proper humdinger. I imagine he'd be quite. He'd be more enthusiastic. Do you know what I mean? I don't but know. The, but, he, but he always looks like he can't be fucked to be there. And then he always rags on like, oh, you know, I don't want to be. Too, I don't, you know, I don't like talking and stuff. Well, you're a pundit now. Yeah, but, you kind of need to do that. This is like, it. Paul Scholes doesn't like to talk. He didn't yeah. talk in his career, and he, he doesn't really like doing it now. Which is why I, I think he's going to end up going into management. I think that's all coaching. Yeah, it'll get, he'll get involved in the old himself somehow. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but like with with Skulls, same with Hargreaves for me. I respect him a great deal. He's one of my favourite ever players. But as a pundit, you're basic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Chris Sutton. Yes. No. Yes. Here we go. Here, yes. You know, yes. Listen to yes. the bullshit yes. that comes yes. out of your mouth. Go on, let's hear it. Chris, Chris Sutton. Are you on the Chris Sutton? Oh, bandwagon? mate, I am on the Chris Sutton bandwagon. Oh, Chris Sutton has mastered the art of being a massive wind-up merchant and he yeah, just knows how to press people's one. buttons. I fucking love the man. I love Chris Sun. I, I love Chris Sun. Um, but I, I, I like sometimes li- he's just trying too hard. I mean, I love a one. Look at me. I am a you one. Are a I'm one. always one in you. You know, this but- is the, Lee, this is the problem. Wums can't get on. They like, they're like butt heads. You know, they like to be the only one. They like one. to be the only one. They don't like being <laughs> wummed. And the problem is, Lee, you're sitting there and you're like, why is this guy wumming me? I'm the one. And then it's... And, you're getting, and, but, but we, and with that, you're getting wummed. See, By Chris cut, Sutton. Yeah. I love Chris Sutton. Firstly, as well, he does he does have really valid points a lot of the time. And he doesn't waver. When he's on a point, he doesn't waver from it. Um, he's not one of these guys that will go one way or the other. He'll stick to it. He's not. He ain't sitting on no fence, bro. No, he is. Absolutely. He's not sitting on fences, that. Lee. Yeah, that's the, I'll give him that. But it's usually he's on the wrong side of the fence with his opinion. He's not on the right side. <laughs> that's the issue. That's because he's mate. He's in entertainment, mate. He's pushing buns, right? He's getting. I fucking like listening actions, to yeah? his Radio Five show as well. Mate, if um, you ever get a chance, right? Sorry, just yeah, interrupt. If you ever get a chance, right? Go try and find his footage of when he first appeared on Soccer AM. Right, his first appearance as a. He was just like a, you know, just a guest, but it was after his playing career, mate. He, he is just. It's just it's excruciating to watch, mate. He's just so deadpan. Mate, get you, nothing out. You know, of him. people they speak. People speak highly of him, don't they? In yeah. the um, in the industry, they're saying like the amount of fucking work, like the amount of he's so detailed in everything he does. He's like proper. He knows his shit, man. He, if he's, he's so just, detailed, how does he come up with these fucking ridiculous opinions? I don't think his opinions are that well, ridiculous. What's this ridiculous opinion? What, what's he said recently that's upset you? Just every time I watch him on BT, mate, he just he says something, and it's like. He just gets all antsy. Okay, so last time he had what? the, um, no, the Watford. Here we go. He had the uh, the Watford game okay. and Watford in yeah. the cup, and right. Watford put out a B team, and he he couldn't get over it. It's, oh, it's disrespectful to the cup, you know. It's like no, this is modern football. They well, have to be rotated. Okay, it's not like so it was his point, his point is, is that Watford are safe. They're not going down. So what are you playing for this season? If it ain't to try and win a trophy, which the FA Cup is definitely winnable. Mate, to be fair, to, to be fair, Watford, mate, they're in the running for seventh place. That's Europa League. Okay. If, if one of the, if by, one, by one, means, if one you, of the top six teams you, wins we the We went to the university FA around the corner from there. You travel down there and go talk to the Watford fans. Are you looking forward to seventh place or would you like to win the FA Cup? Come on. They'll take both because okay. they've obviously got a good manager that's managed to do that. Hey, they went to Newcastle. They won comfortably. Yeah, and that was the best did, thing about they it. They did. But they went there and pre-game, did it. And it was like, pre-game, fuck you, pre- Chris Sutton. Pre-game, fuck you. Pre-game, Chris Sutton's opinion is absolutely correct. No doubt. 
when he sees that lineup, he's 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 fair to kind of go, what what are they doing? Like they have because well, he knows as a manager being so successful at Lincoln City, where he <laughs> come on, mate. halfway through the season. Oh, mate, you show. can say that about like literally all the pundits. There's a reason well, why they're not managers. Let's, let's talk about Paul Wintz. Have you got Paul Wintz in your list? Oh, wait, wait, I'd like to reference one last thing about Sutton that I loved, right? My favourite thing on a Saturday is the feud between Chris Sutton and like Peter Walton, whoever the fucking <laughs> the BT ref is that sits in the studio. Because every single time, mate, the decision comes in and Mark fucking Pugat, who I absolutely detest. No yeah? time for Pugat. I fucking hate that guy. He will, but Chris Sutton will give his opinion and they'll go to Peter Walton over his and every single time he has a different opinion. And Chris Sutton sits there and he silently sees and he's, he's got too much class to get But the thing, is, the thing is, it's Peter classic. Walton is usually right and he gives a detailed reason as to why the decision was made like that and he still has no, no, to no, argue no, but, it. He can no, never no, accept he, it. He oh, will literally not accept it. I know it. that, but often, right? Let, let's, let's say this, right? How many times have you watched football and you've gone, that's never a fucking booking? But by the letter of the law, it is a Mate, booking. Mate, this year, Phil fucking Jagielka. Exactly. By the letter of the law, mate, it's a fucking. Do you know what I mean? You're basically you. You're Chris Sutton in that sense. <laughs> you are Chris yeah? Sutton. The hypocrisy here is Shut unbelievable. Up. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. Nah, he did. He recognised. My mine was a one-off, and it was a bias. Obviously, a touch mate, of biases, mate. He, he is literally he every decision. Mate. Yeah, you're right, mate. You are it's right. He recognises. You know what you boys are doing here? You're being wums because you've been influenced by Chris Sutton. <laughs> no, but wums don't get on, mate, and we get on. You see, as indicated by you and Chris Sutton not getting on. So did me and Woods not get on then? Because he's a wum. <laughs> Do you think we're all wums here? <laughs> yes, yeah, well, no, check out this, this is where check our, check out our account on Twitter, <laughs> mate. He's always wumming people. Yeah, What's the next one, bro? Uh, I'll tell Paul you what, Lintz. speaking of Paul Lintz, Paul Lintz. What a joke of a man. Ooh. A shaky, um, <sighs> panicky, just like stammery mess, mate. Is Because he... obviously we've heard what he's come out with recently. This Solskjaer yeah. stuff is a disgrace. <laughs> It's like the the managers he highlighted that could also do a job oh just God. like him. Bruce, he could do it. Bruce, he could do it. Mark Hughes with his positivity. Fuck. Because he's saying like, oh, all he needed was a bit of positive energy or, like, you know, in the club and that. And uh, to a degree, I, I, I kind of uh, agree with him to an extent. However, he's then backed it up with Steve Bruce and Mark Hughes. And Chris Sutton. Did he say Chris you Sutton? Know Chris he did, he did suggest Chris well, Sutton. there you go. He's even worse then. He, I think Chris, Chris Sutton, Sutton who he, managed Chris Sutton there, City. he was there, wasn't he? And he didn't he say it and he kind of like, he thought it was like ludicrous to Sutton. Kind of I bet Chris Sutton was like, yeah, that, if there's ever time for pipe up and be Chris Sutton, that, there was your time. But um, the idea of Mark Hughes in that dressing room with Lingard and Pogba, bearing in mind his love of handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> he caught me with a mouthful of water. <laughs> Just good. could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Lintz is trash he shouldn't be on TV he shouldn't be a manager uh, go retire somewhere mate 15% win rate in the Premier League that's Paul Lintz. look don't get me wrong he's, he's mad shit teams but they're usually shit because of the manager uh, Dean Saunders no, no. fuck <laughs> you Dean Saunders why is the he, eye why of the tiger there? why is he there uh, John Hartson no. come on I don't like John Hartson why, why, is, why is that Michael don't like his opinions you don't like the shape of his head. No, it's his head, right. it's his head. No, no. With John Hudson, he's just... I've never found anything he has to say interesting. I think like, John... Just, I like, I've got time for John Hudson. I, I wouldn't like say he's Hudson. like up there with the top guys, but I do think that he's... He's very deliberate in what he says. I kind he's of, very pro-British, though. Like, you know, everything, you know, yeah. if, if there's but a British no guy coming through, you know, he gets all antsy about it if they don't... They all you know, do get, get a little bit like that, though. I think it's because I disliked uh, um, Hudson as a kid. 
He was just a lumpy forward. I, uh, and when he kicked Ile Berkovich. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was disgusting, like, mate. I can't deal with that shit. That's scumbag material, then. Yeah, that is proper yeah, scumbag, scumbag material. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are other guys that do turn up, obviously, Harry Redknapp, Joe Cole. Um, but nah, fuck those up. We'll we go won't go into that one. because it will take forever. Uh, we'll go on to uh, Sky, okay? We'll go on to Sky. Um, Jamie Redknapp. No. no. T- time for him to move on. I- I'm fine with him on his uh, little show with uh, uh, Flintoff, um, uh, League of Their Own. League of Their, I mean, League of Their Own. I think, that, I think he's good on that. But his footballing opinions are either dated or just terrible at this point. He's just—he's got. He's so he, he just talks for the sake of it. He's just—he's so just, nasally, mate. I can't. He sounds like he's got he blocked there, up nose all the time. Is he there oh, for the eye candy for for women? Is that—is that why he's there? Because I can't work out why he's still there. Is it just because we we now associate him with him being there? Is that—is that it? I think it might be. Because to be fair, what did he actually do in his career? No, nothing. No, he's injured a lot and a lot. Um, Thierry Henry I've got him on it I know he left and he went to, he's going to come back obviously but Thierry Henry um, one of my favourite moments does obviously involve uh, this is Henry it like the gift of him and Carragher yeah exactly it's a, it's a, it is a glorious gift but As bearing a pundit, in mind what we thought he was crap yeah agreed he was because um, he had a little stint didn't he with BBC during one of the international tournaments and he was really highly thought of during that and then he got to Sky and everyone's quite excited so, you know, it was a big we, signing mate he was he got paid an awful lot of money and just nothing mate no good you're really surprised and that's a shame um, I've got I've got Sunes <laughs> um, right with Sunes by all rights I should hate the guy right because obviously Liverpool and all that lot However, I have an unbelievable... I respect the shit out of this guy. For, for, just for the flag incident when he was in Turkey alone. The fact that he has the balls to do that. I like the fact that the, with, when Sunes is on the TV, I'm usually entertained. Yeah. For good or for worse. Yeah. And I like his attitude of just, I will take no shit. I'm always the most serious man in the room. I am always close to erupting with fury. And the fact that he hates Paul Pogba amuses me beyond belief. Um, I looked, I getting might, a bit, it was getting a bit tedious though the constant Paul Pogba bashing no, I, mean, it, it, I don't it, it amuses me it, he's uh, I find his entire demeanour funny I, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board Mikey <laughs> I, I, doesn't I he have like a more. weird mouth gimmick as, as well doesn't he he talks out of the side of his mouth a little bit he's like a, I swear he does he's, he's, he's like there's something famous about him the way he talks he like talks around like his well, teeth, teeth yeah gritted teeth or something like that he's um he's just uh when he speaks he's got i feel like he's got a lot of gravitas he speaks very slowly very quietly very methodically sometimes he will like make valid he's... points i know they're a little bit old school yeah. but he's an old school player old school manager i think that uh, i enjoy the fact that he's not quite in touch with with, with the younger players and their dancing and stuff and it just throws him a bit but you uh, need that though he, you, he does you shut need... down the uh, the female pundits as well quite yeah he needs to he needs to learn to back off on that because yeah because um, she she came out. Um, it's Alex Scott, isn't it? Yeah. And said about a low block they were setting up with, and he was like, "What do you mean by that? Do you mean that they're sitting deep?" And it's kind of like, well, don't be a dick about it. There's, there are new terminology to kind of describe this, and low block is what has been used in coaching terms. So don't call her out on TV, basically. Yeah, just don't don't be a prick. Um, speaking of Alex Scott, I think she's excellent. I, I thought she was excellent at the World Cup. I think she's been excellent on Sky. I think she's an excellent addition. I think that she's always got really good opinions, and she has to put and she has to put up with dickheads around her as well. That either try stealing her point, Phil Neville, or basically. <laughs> <laughs> just try shooting down a point because they don't understand like soon as so uh, I've got a lot of time for her I think she's I think she's being excellent yeah man I have absolutely no issue I think um, 
I'm looking forward to the. I'm looking because I think she's good now. I'm looking forward to five, ten years time when it's not a new thing and yeah. she can feel more. Can she still? Like, yeah, yeah. Some, and sometimes there's more comparisons to be made. Precisely, and because I, I, I think there are times when I feel like she will finish sentences very quickly because she's getting a bit flustered or something like that, and like she, and she'll quickly move on. Like she'll finish something and then look straight away at like fucking another guy in the thing to yeah. kind of move the point on. But it's I think a, it's once pressure she, though, isn't it? Because she, oh, of course. I mean, she's a hundred plus caps every, for England and everything, but she, she's in a room full of international men's footballers like superstars really yeah. so I, I, th- I think she does a cracking job like I have no I, yeah, I think and I think she's going to get even better I she, do, yeah. she gets more comfortable and it becomes more and this sounds bad to say widely accepted do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah more of the norm yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy King yes oh. glorious Roy maybe when he had the beard that was when he <laughs> peak Roy King mate with beard I, I, I just I just love an angry man <clears throat> It's, it's the That's same it. with Sunez. I just, I just need an angry man in there just to get wound up about stuff that doesn't matter, like uh, Jesse Lingard and his clothing brand. Just, there's just the idea, like this Roy Keane just being like, what, why is he just not focusing on his football? Mate, when you had when you had Roy Keane in there for the uh, Liverpool United game where early the season where Liverpool won three 0 or whatever it was, and uh, you had Gary Neville, Sunez, Roy Keane, and there was, and I think it was Carragher, wasn't it? There was basically those four yeah. in the studio. I was like, this is perfect. This is everything I want in a punditry team. Because I love Roy Keane. I, I love him so much. He's like... He just glares at Neville, though. I, I love oh, that he so still good. just kind of glares at Neville. Uh, Gary Neville must fucking hate having to look like... Oh, God, that guy again. He, I bet he's scared of him. I oh, bet he's scared of him, mate. Definitely. I'm terrified of him. Because when you think about it, growing up as a kid, you're at United, you're coming through, you know, you're a teenager, and then you break into the team, and you've got Roy Keane constantly shouting at you. Yeah, what was the story? Wasn't that, it be ingrained into your memory, and you think finally you you leave and it's you get away from him. It's a pass, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a pass. Uh, basically, I can't. And, and it, was, it was it was under hit. I can't yeah, think it was under, as well. He under hit a pass to Roy Keane. I can't. What the fuck was it? And Roy Keane in training because he had a ball played to him that was under hit. He just absolutely fucking eviscerated the guy on like his first day of training. It's like wow. <laughs> Right, cheers to that, bro. Yeah. Speaking of Neville, obviously Gary Neville, we we all love Gary Neville. I, I do think he's gone a bit too pro United at times, but I, I I've got a lot of times for uh, his his commentary. I think he's he does a good job in there. He's obviously excellent as a pundit, and also his Monday night stuff is fantastic. So I've got a lot of time for Gary Neville. I do I do enjoy Gary Neville, but I always have that nagging feeling now that he failed with England and he failed with Valencia. Now I give it Valencia was a very difficult situation. But the fact is, that he had uh, he was number two pretty much to Roy Hodgson, and we produced probably one of our worst performances. Shit. Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, in two tournaments in a row. Yeah, and he was part of that. I will never. It always makes me think if you talk about all this stuff in in your punditry, why why does it not translate into when you're doing training for England? That's absolutely fair. That's absolutely because it's easier to break say... down a game that you're seeing as opposed to setting up for a game. I think. Yeah, yeah there's two and different things, isn't it? So you can th- then analyze well, but you can't. Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big difference. And I think the other thing that is always lost in translation is that if it was so easy, everyone would be able to do it. But it takes the right amount of tactical nous in terms of the modern game, as you said, like not just reacting to things, but being proactive in football games to get advantages and spot weaknesses. But then there's also the entire side of motivation. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've seen it. Mourinho is not a bad manager. He knows tactics. He knows things. But if you can't motivate a team, you're not going to get anywhere. And I think um, we all know the problems that England have had with teams and getting them motivated and not scared of the media and all that kind of stuff. We all know the issues. I mean, like, you know, 
a, a, an English man going into Spain with a team full of people that probably yeah. don't they know who he is but they, you know, you're a pundit I'll give him with Valencia that was mean, a like, difficult situation it was a bad job to take it's, you should it's, never have taken no. it no it's because it was his mate wasn't it his mate yeah. was the owner there Lim. both him and Henri have suffered by taking bad jobs as their first jobs from the pundit yeah. table had they taken a good job like look Lampard and Gerrard are both taking good jobs um, Lampard at Derby good solid setup, good group of players already on the borderline of playoffs constantly so to kind of maintain that and then maybe get into the Premier League as possible Rangers obviously were starting to kind of close that gap again on Celtic and the competition in Scotland isn't so fierce it's usually a two horse thing anyway and basically one of those horses is still trying to catch up and be part of the game again those two took took two really good jobs I just think Valencia the language barrier and where they were in the league shit job and Henri shouldn't have touched that Monaco job at all with a barge pole mate with a barge pole should he have gone to Villa because he was strongly linked with Villa I think he even, even had talks with him was that, would that have been during the summer yeah um, if it was during the summer then I think so but I, I don't think he I, I don't think Neville or Henri oh, no, or basically did, 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 did no, Bruce leave early in I, the I season thought, I think he might have left early in the season yeah, I don't think he touched a job to come in as your first go as your first go because you just don't know you don't have a summer to set up and set because Neville's biggest problem was he had his own opinion on how to play football he didn't have time to implement it didn't have the language to implement it um, and then basically cheated himself because he went back on his own tactics to kind of simplify it by that point he even speaks about it he says the second I did that it was over it was done because then he's basically what's the point Um, you're no longer yourself as a manager Okay, yeah, fair enough. Who's next? Excellent pundit, though. Absolutely, Carragher. Now, I, I personally think Carragher's overtaken Neville, my personal opinion. I, I prefer listening to Carragher. He's, he's, he's like 1A, one one don't get me wrong, but my personal preference, I really, really am surprised how much I like Jamie Carragher. I think he's excellent. I do like, I do like Jamie, but the only issue for me is that he's still quite pro-Liverpool. Yeah, and as much as I don't really have the whole issue with Gary Neville being pro Man United, well, it doesn't say, bother me too much. But the whole Liverpool thing, right, actually, for me, there's a does. difference because Carragher is pro Liverpool, absolutely, but like Neville is pro United to a fucking fault. Um, and oh, one yeah, it's, point, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's Carragher is an that thing with the well. shirts earlier this season, where Neville lost the bet and he had to wear a Liverpool shirt, and he was like made a big deal about putting it on and everything, and like Neville threw a United one at. Um, Carrigan just put it on and he was fine with it and I kind of feel like all this sort of stick it's like ne- now, Neville- for me that stuff doesn't bother me it's the bit it was the stuff earlier on the season where he refused to like he was completely oh you're talking about the Mourinho stuff we wouldn't criticise yeah he wouldn't like, criticise he would not criticise no. Mourinho at all he wouldn't and it was just like like you're now not if this was another club yeah, you'd, you'd be, be criticising well, the manager he's, and now he's you're not coming out saying basically now about Chelsea that Sarri won't be there next season and it's like well where was all of this kind of talk when it was exactly. I, I completely understand where you're coming from I, I, I did think it was a bit Neville didn't come across great with the shirt stuff for what it's worth I really don't think he came across great I think he came across as a bit taking himself a bit serious and all of this sort of stuff it, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the Mourinho different stuff. passion though for different people, isn't it? It is, but it's laying on a bit thick, isn't it? The one thing we should man. just just quickly with uh, Carragher. The one thing we shouldn't forget, you know, there was an incident ha! quite recently. Yeah, fair, fair. Which was, uh, you know, well, what are you doing? Why, why are you spitting on well, someone? Fortunately, and, that especially didn't being a little girl. Yeah, look, it wasn't a great look, was it? I don't, let's I, crack on. Let's yeah, crack on. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. we are we are running long, boys and BBC, girls. BBC, Phil Neville. 
Oh, we're still going. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll whip through these ones. Right. Phil Neville's terrible. Phil, Phil Neville, Danny Murphy, Jermaine Jennings, all shit. They're all awful. Although, Murphy, do you know what? Murphy is terrible at boring and just hates life. Mate, there's a guy in my work who literally his last day was like yesterday or the day before and big fan of Danny Murphy. I no. sat there and discussed wow. it with him. I was like, how are you a fan of Danny Murphy? Ridiculous. Jermaine Genus... Um, I hate Jermaine. I think for Jermaine, he has improved. He has improved, but he's biased towards Tottenham. I find it weird because mm. he wasn't. A, he's not a Tottenham legend. The problem I have with Jermaine he's Genesis a bit all over the place. He's only there for a few seasons. The problem yeah. I have with Jermaine Genesis is he's got a touch of the. Uh, he's got a touch of the fucking. Who did we talk about earlier? Uh. Unwanted arrogance. No, like what have you done? In the game, yeah, yeah I mean, unwanted arrogance. Like, when when, done, when he came out and proclaimed that he was the only world class player at Newcastle on BT Sport, I was like, "You're fucking clueless, mate." <laughs> like, like, what have you done? Like, I will happily listen to Ian Wright, like Alan. Sh- I'll, I'll listen to these guys because they are they are, they they hit heights in their games. You know, they 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 have a stat, they have a, some kind of stature in the game. Jermaine Jenas, if he was not a pundit, no one would remember who he was. Like Jermaine Jenas is is was was an, is a nobody in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, no, completely. And his career agree. proper petered out as well. He's at exactly. like Villa, Portsmouth, and now he sits there and he QPR. You know, he gives his opinion on stuff, Not and it's like, sorry, QPR. I don't really care. I care about players' opinions that I care about. Like, I respect. I don't mm. respect you as a footballer. I think you were okay. You had moments where you were pretty good, but you were pretty shit for a lot of it. Hence why you played for pretty shit teams. You know? No, I completely agree. I I I think that for me the genius moment where. He tried arguing to Lampard <laughs> about Tottenham were the better team and should be there. And Lampard turned around and just laughed at him and said, if <laughs> if I was coming off the pitch, having been the better team and lost 4-2 in a cup semi-final, I'd be pretty disappointed myself. So, um, yeah, that that's some genius up. He just couldn't let go of that fact. Um, Ian Wright. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. He's good passion. I think um, he also has good mate, points a lot of the time. Mate, On England games, he's, he's, he's class because the passion is yeah. there, but in the right way. In, as, know, as a kid. You connect with him. As a, well, when I was younger, Ian Wright was trotted out for the England games and he was the comic, comic relief, wasn't he? He, he was. was. passionate comic relief. Mad props to that guy for actually getting his punditry down because you did, listen yeah. to him now and he makes good points he does. He's actually his tactical analysis mm-hmm. is pretty on point he's another one and he, but he brings the passion with him he and does. the funniness as well he does love the guy which then brings on to Alan Shearer um, yeah Shearer is one that when he started boring boring opinions but oh, now terrible. he's grown into it um, much like Shearer, you said mate. with Ian Wright he, he's, he's, he's developed he's improved I, I love Shearer I love that helps Shearer is his chemistry with Lineker. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's great chemistry. It's, it's basically he's like the uh, he's like the Hanson to the fucking uh, Des Lynam and whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like yeah, he's yeah. got that, that relationship to a degree, and it's like it's nice. It's good to see. I lo- my favorite thing about Shearer is because the fact is he was fucking incredible at football, right? I know Lee's going to come in with his he's all elbows argument, right? Yeah, Alan Shearer was, was a, okay. Alan Shearer was a fantastic striker, mate. He, he scored was, yeah. all kinds of goals. He you was. know what I mean? <clears throat> the thing I love he scored about a wonder him, goal he, against Everton. He did score. When he when he laughs, he does like a bobbly-headed chuckle, right? He does, and it's the most endearing <laughs> thing. <laughs> and like he does like his, his head bubbles around like a little bobbly-headed man, and his eyes kind of go. They're like the Churchill dog. Like the Churchill. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, mate, I, lo- I love his little chuckle. And the thing is, oh, like when he now he's obviously comfortable in the role. As you say he uh, the way he talks about when he's angry about Newcastle, for example, he proper gives his opinion. He's not. He doesn't sit on the fence very often anymore. No. Which I it, it's yeah. I've got to put, put you on the spot a bit. Who's the worst? Collectively, out of all of them? Out of all of them. Pfft. 
Oh, that's hard. That is. There's so many. Hard, it's, it's Paul Wins is. It's hard to stray away from Paul Wins. It really because is. It's hard really hard. Not only does he offer nothing when he's saying it, but he's getting it out. When he's stammery, terrified, like because he sits right on the edge of his. And he's chair. got a weird blinky thing as well going on. He's got. He has a blinky thing. One of his eyes points the wrong direction. <laughs> he looks like an absolute weirdo, stammering mess on the side of the sofa. Phil Neville. Um, it's, it's got too fair, no. The, mate, uh, well, that England game a couple of years, well, a few good few years ago, where he was commentating. Do you remember? Oh my Phil god, Neville your the, famous tweet, mate. Was that the Italy what, what Italy World Cup? You tweeted, didn't you, about how boring he was? Like if you if you had to like listen to a, a sardine or something or a tin of sardines or Phil Neville, you'd listen. Oh no, you something like that. Was that no? If you if you had if you were stuck on a desert island with a tin of, with a with a, with a gun and Phil Neville or something, you'd eat Phil Neville and shoot yourself or something like that. Or something stupid like that. Was I like, swear there's some sardines in Was there sardines? Maybe, maybe I'm getting a bit cantonal on you. I don't know. But no, Phil Neville, because he sat there and he basically whispered into your ear. Phil, like, Phil Neville buzz, buzz. is the most ill-prepared pundit I've seen. He's got so absolutely shit. terrible... And also, he, he, I think back to the start of the season where he said, uh, this year could be Everton's year. And he <laughs> didn't quantify what that meant. Like, their year for what? Um, and also at the World Cup, he basically sat next to Alex Scott and Alex Scott was saying something and he basically took literally what she said and said it again as it was his own words. He's fucking terrible. The fact he's the manager of the England's women's team is a disgrace as well. What's he deserve to be there? He's never shown me any ounce of any authority in anything he's ever said. I never believe whatever he says. Like he had one, basically, he had one good game against Patrick Vieira where he was basically lived a dog off for it, 90 mate. minutes. Lived and he's lived off, off of it. Uh, he, went to, he went to a lesser team in Everton where you can get away with his... Mate, he was off. captain, mate. He was captain of Everton legend, mate. He, uh, to be fair, mate, he was... Um, I have no issues with uh, Phil Neville. I remember when we signed him, he was working at Glen Webb, mate, and I was like, oh, no. Mate, he was, ba- he was basically a less aggressive Lee Catamore. Running around, putting in tackles. Oh, come on, he's not. That's a bit harsh on Phil Neville. I mean, don't get me wrong. As we're, a pundit, he's shit. But as a player, he was average. Ability. But putting him in the catamole category, no, that's a bit harsh. Uh, by all accounts, tasty cricket player. Yeah, I've True. heard this to be fair. Yeah. Uh, top. Best who's, one. Who's the best? If you, if you, if one of you two say Chris Sutton, I'm going to be really disappointed. Really, really I'd, disappointed. I'd love to say Sutton, but I'm going to go Carragher. I uh, if, put it this way Gary Neville doesn't do Mind on Football every week now when he does do them I try and tune in okay. because well, of fair. that I feel like he has more because he's not on it so much anymore and because I'm a Man United fan I feel I feel like he has more and that's understandable. in that's his words than Carragher does so I I'd say Gary Neville um, I think you're both right I think it's just a toss up between them two like Wood said, it's one A, one yeah, it's and one, one, one A, yeah, isn't exactly. it? They're, they're both excellent. They're both. I mean, excellent. I I tend to probably. I enjoy, yeah, I probably enjoy listening to Gary Neville more. I I believe more in what he says, but despite obviously, but what I said earlier, I have them nagging doubt sometimes. But ultimately, the way, and you've kind of cleared that up for me as well. Is his analysis is spot on, yeah. yeah. And the way he describes it, like. Uh, Jamie Carragher sometimes he's not good on the uh, on the old tactics truck you well, know, well, the old board the, the, the board. struggles yeah. mate sometimes the thing is I respect Gary Neville because there was a lot for a large part of you know time and there's the debate still rages now if you're on Twitter the standard of football analysis in this country has been dire for it has been like, it, like match of the day in the old days was literally a goal is scored and then the guy would say he's done well there and they'd watch it again it's like that's not analysis you're not breaking down what's mm. going on and Gary Neville was the first pundit that I can remember on British TV that came on and was actually analysing and breaking down situations and games and saying go on I think you're forgetting the tactic Andy, Andy Townsend 
Oh, the tactics truck. Oh, the tactics. Oh, no, you are, no, I, you, are I, you know what? It's very forgettable that ITV once had the Premier League highlights. I, I, it's oh, one of those that's that, the thing that as well. Happen, they, they, they tried to introduce it early, but they didn't have the right people to do it. The no. fucking tactics truck. Jesus Christ. Mate, if I, I'm glad I never have to hear, and he's had a shot at the goals again. Why is it the goals? It's the goal. Why do you? Uh, mate, we've had this argument. Well, we're not let's, arguing. let's crack on because we've got somehow two segments to go. Well, I was going to say, uh, do you want to maybe leave the maybe we leave one for next week. week? Which one do you want to say for next week? So what strikers. we've got? I, I say leave strikers till next week, mate. Yeah, let's do that then. So the last one we've got, we're going to talk about mentalists. Is that correct? <laughs> I think that's a fair, fair description of these people. Basically, talk to me, goose. Yeah, Men- mentalists. Men- mentalists. So, so. I, I'm assuming you. Uh, this is quite intimidating. I've got two people just staring at me through through my computer. Um, I don't recall the seeing this on the list. That's why. Well, the, earlier this week, I was on Twitter, oh, wow. surfing Twitter, and I saw a whole host of tweets from young Manchester United fans who were suggesting oh, right. that Oli Solskjaer is effectively a fraud, and that they're not really playing much better football. That they park the bus, um, and they're winning games that way. Now, I, I watched the Arsenal game and I thought they were fucking excellent. I'm going to interrupt. I'm sorry. Man City 1-0 up. This is good news. Good news. Everton the port, doing their part. The They're doing their part, Lee. They're doing their part. Um, and I thought they were excellent for the, for the goals. They're playing on the, on the counter-attack. Um, I think there was kind of like... I, I just don't understand it. What, how can United fans be critical of what they've got with Solskjaer? I have no idea. And I would like to just quickly come on this show and say a massive fuck you to anyone who is any Man United fans, mate, that are having a bad time or choosing to be critical. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Go home and go fuck yourselves. Because at the end of the day, Paul Ince may come out and say that, oh, anyone could come in and turn this club around. You know, it's just it's just the fact that they're not playing under Mourinho more. It's just like, oh, let's, you know, be positive and just go out and have freedom. Like, that's fine. You can say that. The fact of the matter is that we've... It hasn't been like, you know, we're not playing incredible football. And then there have been a couple of times in the last few games where we've looked pretty leggy. Against um, Leicester, we weren't great. Burnley, we weren't great. But at the end of the day, you can't argue with what's going on. The fact of the matter is, is that there are Man United fans all around the world now who are looking forward to watching games that we're playing in. He's been there six weeks. Give him a break. He's been there six fucking how's, weeks. How is he meant to install a complete new tactics and get the team playing like that? Look, you just remember, Pep Guardiola took a season. Sari's halfway through the season, still struggling to do this. Uh, Emre, half a season, still struggling to do this. Like the, What Solskjaer has been able to do in such a small amount of time, he's gone in, he's recognised what he's able to do in a short amount of time to turn the results around. I, f- I find it bizarre to me. Like, I the, still think... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I still think that they shouldn't go for Solskjaer at the end of the season. Let's see. Look, I'm I'm not going to write him off until I've seen what happens with PSG. PSG holds a big, big, big like sway in how this goes now. I really do believe that. Look, if they turn up against PSG and they get humped, and it's like a complete no contest, they they won't appoint Solskjaer. Um, I heard a lot of people say no, they should have given the contract now. Absolutely not. United have got no themselves. Chance. United have got. Is them... it next week? Is it next week? PSG. Yeah, yeah, it is. They, they. Mm. United have got themselves into a perfect situation. Solskjaer's desperate for the job, so he's not going to go take a job elsewhere, right? They've got him in till the summer, so basically, see how it goes. Just yeah, see how it goes. Don't knee jerk. You don't no need to knee jerk. You give have. Contract. You're in control. This is a but perfect. I'm looking situation. at a couple of knee jerkers in front of me, you know. <laughs> Because no. I've brought it up several times now. Maybe not so much yourself, but this definitely this one over here. I, I still think I, I, all I've said is that I, I feel I was wrong to kind of completely write Solskjaer off. 
as getting an opportunity. Uh, look, I did say, I did say they should absolutely not fall in love with this guy and appoint Pochettino. But I'm seeing stuff from Solskjaer where if in the summer, say they get through the season, they finish top four, uh, they get to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, they progress well in the FA Cup, maybe even win it. Um, you've still got that feel-good factor. They, they maintain an incredible winning record throughout the rest of the season. What are you going to do and go into the dressing room and go, thanks for that, Ollie. Now, fuck off. We're going to bring Pochettino in. The players are going to be like, what the fuck do you mean? You can't get rid of a manager that the players are clearly playing for. Um, and it is well, providing results. that happened results. at Chelsea, mate. It happened with, with Bobby Di Matteo, mate. I think that comparing Di Matteo and Solskjaer is massively unfair to Solskjaer. Mate, I don't think Solskjaer's... He's not, he's not done anything apart from in Norway. That's literally... Come on, the Norwegian league is not even like in the top... He's start, start, starting to sound a bit gammony over there, mate. Like, I mean, you it's can't a bit just gammon head. <laughs> you get you sounding a bit, little I'm bit. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not completely writing off. You know, I, I respect what he's done. He's gone in there. He has turned it around. We've said before. I still think the fixtures have been predominantly kind to him. You know, it allowed okay. him to build up a momentum yep. before he hit the bigger games like Tottenham, wherever it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think. We long are, term we, we all agree we, we, we said all... before long term you need someone that's proven over time and I know he hasn't I know won what you trophies mean. where you're going to come in but I'll, I'll return with you know the, look at the budget you know he had it he's had it top well now. I mean if we want to we will go back to the bottle jobs comments like uh, the Spurs, <laughs> Spurs have lost three semi-finals in a row in fact they've lost seven FA Cup semi-finals in a row now like they're the, they're the, Mate, the they, they, they finished they finished second in a season where they finished ahead of Man City Chelsea Arsenal Liverpool Man United not, if not true, if mate. They finished third in the Oh, they did finish race. third, didn't they? Um, right, here's a question, mate. Here's a question. If, if Jurgen Klopp <laughs> had, is not affiliated with Liverpool, but given his record, would you have him over Solskjaer? Who are we talking about, sorry? Klopp. Would I have Klopp Given that Klopp is pretty much like Pochettino, he hasn't won anything. He's a known bottler in the finals. Well, he has won the league of Dortmund. Yeah, yeah several times, you know, uh, several years ago, sorry. But, I mean, in terms of more recently... Um, yeah, we've got more money than Liverpool, so we better give him more money. We buy better players. Mate, Klopp's a great manager. Right at the end of the day. So then, why can't you just do that, Pochettino? I just, I just think. Well, so. mate, I, I, there, there's I, a couple I, I of things. It's not, it's not going to be as too... it's not going to be as easy as going just to point Pochettino in the summer. That's one thing that should be bared in mind here. It will take one Pochettino being convinced Dick. that he wants that project and two United spending 35 to 50 million pounds to buy him out of that contract these things shouldn't be completely written off out of hand uh, especially if Solskjaer does have a really good end to the season I completely agree with you Lee I do understand where you're coming from I really do um, we'll, that... we'll, we'll see won't we let's we, see we, we will see boys 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 that's all we can do is just see what happens exactly. like, do you know what I mean I know that we're, in the we're not paid to do this but you know the fact is Let's get PSG out of the way and let's see how he handles exactly. a big game. End of, Feb- end of February, he would have gone through, um, I think they got Liverpool in that run as well. PSG yeah. twice, Chelsea in the FA Cup. Let's see. If he comes out with any sort of credit out of that, then you're talking about a manager that you could probably get behind. If he comes out and he's basically out against Chelsea, out against PSG and lost to Liverpool, then I think that you're probably looking at a manager that it will be saying, well, thank you in the- May, um, but we need to get someone that can win us the big matches. And the fact of the matter is, is that as as a fan myself, all that Man United fans should be doing now is appreciating what he's doing. Yeah. Appreciating the good, the feel good factor around the club again, and basically behaving the same way as the board should be behaving. 
Let's just see what happens and then make a decision. At the, at the, do you know what I mean? Like it's baffling that you know, considering what they had to go through the first half of the season. It's why stupid. would they not enjoy like you know the, the last like couple of months? Why don't because they're fucking they're entitled cunts, mate. Yeah, I've said cunts four times now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's, let's, go, let's go on, on to yeah? the let's do some predictions. Yeah, let's right. That. Let's whiz through Saturday, this. Saturday, half twelve. Fulham are hosting Manchester United. Fulham are doomed. Oh dear. Mate, after doing that excellent recovery against was it Brighton? Yeah, I yeah, mean, bearing in mind we were down four two. The last week's pod, we were talking about them two 0 we in the water, and then we were exactly. like laughing at them three two winners. But they there, yeah. there was your chance to seize the moment, yeah, bit absolutely. of impetus, go into the next game, and then they lost there quite badly. In Man United, then? Of, oh, absolutely. United you're you're for this one. United, okay. absolutely. Crystal Palace versus West Ham. Fence for me. I'm on that fence. Oh. I'm going to join you on that fence. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a good place to perch on that one. We're all going a draw? Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent, okay. Huddersfield hosts Arsenal. That's an in- <laughs> interesting... No. Mate, Chelsea just smashed some 5-0, mate. If Chelsea can do it, if Higuain looks like a striker... <laughs> way. <laughs> way. <laughs> one of them was a heavy deflection. Heavy? Lee <laughs> is now miming a, a fishing motion there uh, yeah Arsenal Arsenal isn't it let's be clear about it yeah Liverpool host Bournemouth they'll beat Bournemouth yeah I've got yeah. Liverpool here Southampton versus Cardiff Southampton. Shout, shout out to Cardiff for their their, their response um, at home at the weekend that that was yeah. a big performance bearing in mind everything that's been going on at that club um, starting to hear some some of the, the shit that was always going to have to happen um, not have told Cardiff they've got 10 days to start coughing up the 15 million Cardiff are reluctant to pay that um, I think that's going to probably go through some insurance or something that hopefully that doesn't turn into some sort of horrible uh, situation which is already a horrible situation it's just oh, this is just horrible um, mm. But um, Southampton, um, I don't think Cardiff travel well. Southampton are obviously much that's better. My, that's my logic as well. We're all going for the same here, it seems. Watford versus Everton. Oh, mate. Watford. Watford are about to see Silver out of his job. Mate, they're going to have the snakes out, mate. Oh, it's going to be like the, the Moyes with, and the with Green the, Reaper. With the penises. <laughs> mate, or the Grim Reaper. I said, yeah. Did you say penis? Penis. Did you see the thing at Link, the Lincoln fans at the weekend? Because he was the owner that basically accidentally tweeted out a dick pic. Oh yes. And all the Lincoln fans turned up with a load of penises. <laughs> what club was it? I can't think what club it is. But Lincoln fans turned up to the game with a load of penises because the opposition manager accidentally tweeted a dick pic. Manager or chairman? Chairman. Sorry, chairman. Chairman. <laughs> chairman owner. Oh yeah. Oops. But yeah, Watford, I think Silver, um, I think, whoo, that's going to take some, um, it's going to take Everton's ownership to really be committed at this point to Silver, to see it out. Mate, he's, he's really testing, he's, he's, he testing, he's pushing, he's Mate, pushing it. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, I'm going for an Everton win here. Wow. Mate, get there out of that fucking horrible, bloody Everton support, aren't they? Whereas everything's like doom and gloom. Mate, but the thing is, uh, I, I discussed it last week. That at the moment, there just doesn't seem to be too much light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, there's, there's there's some nice players there. Granted, like compared to what we had last season, was just you know that was almost rock bottom for me. This season, obviously, we had the good start. Yeah, yeah. 
we had the good start. We've made some good signings, but the problem is we've still got too many signings from the previous managers and the squad just completely agree. Just completely agree, Lee. Different managers with different styles of players. If you both going for Watford then? If you keep yeah, if you keep chopping and changing managers, you end up with a situation where you've got four managers, groups of players, and then the next manager comes in and he's like, What the fuck do you want me to do with this? We're not in a great situation, but I do think we I don't think we have a lot of choice. I think we have to stick with Silver until the end of the season. I think it'd be at wise. Least, at least. I think it'd be wise to stick with him, and then have a sit down and have a real think. You know, yeah. targets what you want next year, and then maybe he'll be have maybe until half a season to prove that he can get to that target. And if yeah. not, then he's gone. This yeah, is it. We need the Sam Allardyce klaxon. Um, <laughs> half five kickoff on Saturdays. Brighton hosting Burnley. Oh fucking hell! I'll uh, go for Burnley, mate. Burnley are a bit of form. Draw. I'm going for a Brighton win. Burnley I can't, I can't bring five. myself to. Yeah, but Burnley, but this is the thing. Oh, they're in great form. Right. Someone like Burnley, mate, they'll never get more than five in a row or whatever they're doing. They're not, you know what I mean? Like, there's a, if, they, if they were that good, mate, they'd be winning the league. If well, they're they unbeaten they five. They did it last year, mate. Well, was, come on, mate. Don't give me that logic. <laughs> right. Sunday, we've got Spurs hosting Leicester. Spurs. One. Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. Probably yes. Jamie 1 0 as well. Like Probably. Like 88th minute or uh, so. It's been pretty fresh. Although Leicester play teams tough. I'm going to draw myself. They play the bigger teams well and they the do. small team shit, don't they? Yeah, yeah I'm going yeah, to give me, give me, Give me a draw as well. No, I'm going to take Spurs. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got the big game. Oh. Manchester City hosting Chelsea at four o'clock on a Sunday. We beat them earlier in the season. No, oh, look out. Did we? Chuck that them? straight in there. But um, I, I, there's no way we're beating them at the Etihad. Uh, it'll be are you like me because obviously in my situation Everton aren't playing for anything anymore I want City to win tonight I really don't give a shit if we lose how would you feel if you know how, how your feelings going into the game given obviously it's tricky because Liverpool. of the top four situation um, because Chelsea's woeful form um, I mean losing to Leicester uh, losing to Bournemouth I think we've had a couple of other shockers in there as well um, it's, it's basically put us back into a Tight race with Manchester United, who will be ahead of us going into uh, that game. And if we obviously beat Fulham, in fact, we'll be sixth, I think, because wow. I think Arsenal will be ahead of us as well. Um, and we don't play another another Premier League fixture until the twenty seventh of February. Yeah. My birthday, boys and girls. There you go. Uh, How old will you be, Lee? Free, free, all the threes, all the threes. Uh, and, and out of interest, Chelsea play Tottenham. Is our next Premier League game. Our, our two Premier League games basically in February are Manchester City away and Tottenham home. Good luck. So it, it's a massive month for Sari. We talk about Solskjaer. We talk about Sari. This is a monster month for Sari because it's make or break now. Um, it doesn't help that Eden Hazard is twerking for Real Madrid again. Um, the reason he's not come out and said that he's leaving is because I don't think he's convinced that Madrid are going to cough up the money. Yeah, he's not that good enough to go for I it. don't think he's convinced that it's going to happen. I don't think he's it's... He's not a Galactico, essentially. Is I it? thought Hazard was the best player in the league. I think In terms is. of personality as well. Yeah, it's, it's the whole package. I, yeah, not I don't very know. marketable, maybe. I don't know. But his name is Hazard. It's the coolest name going. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest about it. He's got the coolest fucking name yeah, in the league. in English, but in Spanish, means nothing. Yeah. maybe yeah. Has the it's, it's going to be Man City I think that City are going to get on a bit of a roll here uh, my, my expectation is that City are going to win the league by a, a little bit of a margin by the end of the season I hope so it's a brave call I hope so Monday Night Football Wolves and Newcastle Wolves, Wolves. 
I'm going Newcastle. Oh. Are <laughs> draw, you? Uh, draw, maybe. Uh, what the fuck just Newcastle. happened? Mate, this new guy's going to make his debut, mate. He's going to be mustard. Almiron. Yeah, mate. It's gonna be, he's going to be mustard. Yeah? Okay. Oh. Mate, you've got to find the differential somewhere, haven't you? We've all gone for the same bloody results most of this fucking this week. This is why you're bottom of the league. Well, yeah, exactly, because I'm bold, mate. That's why, I, well, I'm not, that's why I'm not a pundit, mate. I am merely the host. Winners yeah. and chumps? Winners and chumps. Squeeze them in because like, the game's still going on here. Uh, my, my chump is going to be <laughs> Liverpool yeah, as a whole. Cloppity clop, although Silver's not far behind. Yeah, he's, he's clop and he's madness. Yep. Winner? I've, I've got here um, Neil Warnock because we've, uh, mm. we've obviously been a bit having a dig at him throughout the whole, whole, whole of the season. Um, he showed some emotion after the game, didn't he? he um, did. When uh, Cardiff won. And it kind of makes you just realise, you know, he's a human being. What he's had to go through, you know, you, you kind of had to... I don't know, I, you kind of... I put myself in his shoes and think maybe, yeah, shit. Mate, as soon as, the guilt, the, as, soon think, as he you, said, think the guilt. if I had not tried to sign him, exactly. it'd still be... Like, that's when it kind of, that's when he that's home I mean, for me. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, oh, fuck, that's... That's, that's, that's something to live with, isn't it? And, and he's yeah. not... The, you, you think on paper he's not the sort of guy... That would come out and say that and show his emotion. So fair play to him. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to agree with you on that one. Gonzalo. No. Oh, Gonzalo. Well, with the heavily deflected goal. Oh, he came from Italy <laughs> to play for the Chelsea. It's Higuain, mate. That's the answer. <laughs> Gonzalo Higuain is here. He's banging mm. goals for fun, mate. Mm. Against Huddersfield, right. mate, Huddersfield exactly, mate. Hang on a bit. Was wait, 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 it wasn't. Was it a... wasn't. It's just Huddersfield and Manchester United were winning games. Let's 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 let's, let's, let's be having it, all right? Uh, hello, that's what I've been saying. I mean, you'd love to win a game, mate. Well, we did. We beat Huddersfield. That's true. You did. We, we got. We got. <laughs> give me out of the way. That's uh. That's, uh we, we, basically, do you know Everton have got a worse record than um everyone in the league but Huddersfield and Fulham in the like last dozen games. That's terrible. That's pretty yeah, good. That's mate. pretty shit. That's pretty good. But that's yeah, pretty shit. Um, it's relegation for mate. Yeah, I think you're safe for it. Yeah, 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 I think you're safe. Well, but um, yeah, or are you? I, I'm going to go Higuain because um, Lee was uh, questioning him after the Bournemouth game, um, and then he went and banged a couple of goals against Huddersfield. Again, it doesn't matter. Mate, I'll, I'll back myself to score against Huddersfield, mate. Come on, Lee. You you you'd be trying lobs from like forty yards, mate. Exactly, and then one will get heavily deflected like Higuain, and it'll go in. <laughs> now, to be fair, Higuain, he, he did, um, he did, he did look quite tasty. Played quite well. In all seriousness, no, it no, is, I know it's just it against Huddersfield. Huddersfield. As you said, like he's a he's a big game mate, bottler. Mate, Let's see how he does, you know, you know, we'll in the come, up and coming games. We'll I am not so, like, I, like, for my money, I think Higuain ain't gonna do it the business. However. You can't ask more than what he did. Like, you know I mean? He's played a game and he scored two goals in it. If you know he does I mean? the business can't against argue. the majority of teams in the Premier League, then you'll be happy. But, you know, is it going to push hey, you on? The fact, Mary, is mm. the deal is perfect for Chelsea. Yes. It's, a, it's the perfect deal. It like, is. You can't argue with it. Like, I'm not a Higuain fan, but the fact, Mary, is like, it's, it's, such a, it's a great deal. Chelsea continue to get these good deals and it irritates me. On that mm. note, we're good. We're done, bruv. We're done. We are done. Follow us. At Rest Hold Pod. Rest Hold? That's not it. No, pod of Two Hearts. Again, hearts. mate. Again. Again. Going with it, oh, no. Follow us at Pod of Two it's Hearts. like an yeah. old flame you just can't, can't let go. Reminiscing. Can't let it go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Follow us at Pod of Two Hearts. We talk football on it. Well, Woods talks Woods football. Woods talks football. Yeah. Uh, give, us, give us some ratings on iTunes. We've got like, I think six five-star ratings now. 
And I only know who two of those are. So who, who could they be? Who could they be? This it ain't is, me, it ain't you guys. So there you go. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. What day is the Man United game on, by the way? Hopefully. Who is knows? It, is it Wednesday or Tuesday? I think it's... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm checking it now. So you guys talk for a second. Yeah. Um, in other news, um, it's that time of the year again where Neymar's off banging his sister. <laughs> yeah, that is Yeah, what was this all about? I saw your tweet about it. I didn't, Are you not aware of this? We've this years ago, didn't what? we? We've spoken about it Are you honestly not aware of this, Lee? He, what, for the last, sister? last Neymar five... is in love with his sister. He doesn't... He, oh, no, I know he never, the whole thing he's in he love with. He never plays you know, football the, on her birthday. He gets yeah. out of everything. Basically. He's never... He's, he's basically, for the last five years, not played. He's not been available to play via suspension or injury or whatever because it's his sister's birthday. They've both was got... Was this like, the one where you had... You said it was like a red theme this year or something? Right, it was his birthday party... Uh, this week and it was a red theme and Ala Conor McGregor I said it's a red theme because it's red painting night for Neymar's sister <laughs> yeah you get me so cool I, I, I get you yeah, yeah. Um, the Man United I, hopefully the listeners do <laughs> <laughs> the Man United game is at was on Tuesday so what we're going to have to do next Tuesday boys we have to get this out early what time kick off 8 o'clock fuck alright yeah how are we going to do we'll this? Figure out. Are we we'll having discussions? There's a, is a lot of pressure. Well? On... We, we, have we said goodbye or we haven't said goodbye yet. Oh, right, okay, we're just having a chat, are we? <laughs> yeah, that's what we did did for the last fucking hour and a half, mate. Have you missed the idea of a podcast or what? Can we can we say goodbye so then I can go and switch the TV on? All right. Good luck finding the game, mate. <laughs> oh, I don't know what. Ah, oh, you kidding me? No. We'll, we'll find a mate, stream, mate. I'll find mate, a stream, mate. It's also the uh, classico tonight, not on TV. Man, that's, that's mental. That is mental. Yay. What the fucker. Anyway. Rather it's been a goodbye. pleasure. Good night. Goodbye. Arrivederci. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.